Hey, 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 welcome to the Halos in the Infield flagship podcast with your hosts, Todd Fox, Fernando Mendez, and Courtney from Riverside. Hey, hey, it's Todd Fox here from Halos in the Infield. This is the flagship podcast. Holding it down today is myself, Todd Fox, and the other host of the show, Fernando, the Lone Star Halo, who's in Memphis. Oh, he's in Memphis. Out in Tennessee. How's it going out there? How's the weather, man? Uh, humid, you know, welcome to the South in the summer. I don't, I don't miss that about Memphis. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Mem, this weather sucks. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about what happened the last few days, the last few 24 hours or whatever in angels land has been quite amazing. Uh, we're going to break down the Detroit series and then we're going to talk all the trades, maybe upcoming, you know, our thoughts on that. And also we're going to talk about, uh, what comes next, and and that also involves the next series, which is a huge one, the Toronto Blue Jays. Yep, this series is going to be I – mean, really, this nine-game road trip is just a season-defining trip. You know, they got the first three out of the way with, uh, with big wins against a team they should beat. Let's make that very clear. Correct. But that doesn't change the fact that this team all year has been a dollar short day late. They finally took care of a team they needed to. They're the hottest team in baseball right now, post All Star break. And um, yeah, this Blue Jays series is going to tell us everything we need to know. It will. It's it's going to be a tough series all around. I mean, there's there's we have. It seems like if you look at the pitching matchups, there's a little bit of advantage our way, at least in game two. But game one is going to be a tough one because uh, we don't know what we're getting with Giolito if he's going to be primed to to be just thrown into the fire right away against Gaussman. And then game three, you know, we're throwing Tyler Anderson against uh, Barrios, so that's going to be a, a difficult one there too. And then that, I checked the tickets before I went off the air on the post game, and they're sold out, dude. Like that series, that that complete in series, yeah, in Canada, it's completely sold out. All three games. Is our boy Juan going to be there? Uh, I did ask him, but he didn't get back to me on the uh, messenger. He was more concerned about uh, losing his boy uh, Walsh and what to do with his jersey now. Um, that's that's a fair worry. What's your opinion on Walsh? I mean, you and I had talked off air th- today. And I told you that Walsh, I believe, unfortunately, is just going to be a flash-in-the-pan guy. Very similar to Lynn Sanity. You know, Tebow time. It's going to be one of those situations, I think. Yeah. Like, we we were always skeptical about that 2021. We wanted him to follow it up strong last year, and it just didn't happen. And then we were all under the impression that he was just going to bounce back this year. And then with everything coming off the neuro stuff, uh, I, I... it was hard to see, but I was like, okay, well, if he gets enough time to rehab, you know, let's see what he could do in there. And he just looked lost as ever. And then I was really disappointed when they sent him down there and he didn't even report. He didn't do very well. Yeah. So, I mean, um, they were saying a lot of it was his attitude. So, I mean, if certain guys, unfortunately, Fernando, it seems like in this organization can get away with it. <clears throat> Rendon. But others can't. And and if you're not making Rendon money, there it is. Yeah, don't even get me started on Tony two days off, 12 days off. <laughs> two to you want to talk about a guy who's by winning? It's Anthony Rendon because uh, he's not winning on the field, but he's winning off there with his paychecks. He wins here, he wins there. He sure does, right? 
because <laughs> he's he's super positive like Charlie Sheen, right? Because yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. He gets but, that paycheck, and that's him winning. He sure does, dude. I mean, he every game that you know he gets a game check, even though not playing, he's like, "Wow, winning!" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we started this series off on Tuesday, <clears throat> and that was a mid before all the trade talks and everything got going. Um, Angels. I mean, what a game, dude! Uh, had a six-two lead in the ninth inning. Uh, I want your thoughts on it because I got into it in the post game. Um, would you have gone with Estevez in the ninth inning, or would no. you have gone with Luke? Yeah, that was the day where Bally Sports um, coverage was more broken than uh, our last relationships. So <laughs> because of that, uh, you had Matty V and Gooby calling the games from their cell phones. Yes. I yeah. don't know who their wireless provider is, but it sounded like it was like a little metal can with like a string. I'm like, oh, deep ball, hit out of the outfield. <laughs> well, you know what? It was funny because Steve Elise caught it, and I kind of, I almost missed it. Matty V said that uh, his cricket phone wasn't working too well. So is I'm that like, what he said? <laughs> yeah, he said that. I'm like, well, there goes the cricket endorsement if there ever was a chance to get one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the other one that Ryan Reynolds did? Was it Mint Mobile? Yeah, Mint Mobile. <laughs> there you go. Dude, he sold that for like a billion dollars, dude. Hey, you know. talking <laughs> Now that, that's a guy who's, wow, winning. <laughs> exactly. That guy for sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, that was that was a rough day for Bally Sports West. Uh, but, hey, like you said, you know what was hitting? Those commercials. Whopper, 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 whopper. Loud and clear on that. Super loud and clear on the Hyundai. Super loud and clear on the, hey, you know what you're talking He's going to be picking you tomorrow. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 never, they never missed a beat when it came to commercials. Yeah, you can never lose a beat when it comes to talking about the munching milk for $14. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Soriano pitched well. Matt Moore continued to dominate, continued to look good. Estevez. Should not have been in there under any circumstance. Four runs. Uh, fortunately for him, none of them earned. And it also doesn't count as a blown save because it wasn't a save opportunity. Uh, and uh, who would have thought? Aaron Loops, the guy who shut the door. Yeah, you know what? We talked about that in the post game because I know Renifo made that error and there was the yeah. error by Moniac in center field. But the Where he tries to catch the ball with his nutsack, right? Yeah, for the second time this year. Um, but, dude... I have to be impressed because that was the Mets loop that we wanted in that 10th inning. The movement on those sliders in, inside on those right-handed hitters was devastating. I, I haven't seen that much movement on a loop pitch all year. Yeah, I heard what that one guy said about like, oh, well, Aaron Loop's here because he's Mike Trout's best friend, his kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, whoever said that is full of it. That's not true. Because, remember, Garrett Richards and Mike Trout were very good friends. They were roommates. Garrett Richards got the can. Justin Upton was one of Trout's best friends when he was here. Trout was very adamant about that. Justin Upton got the can. You really think they're going to hold on to a guy who's making, what, $8 million because he's Trout's best friend? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I'll take. <laughs> but you got to admit, at least for that inning, he when he needed to shut the door, he did. I mean, he, again, he I, stepped I, up. Yeah, I, I thought he was really dominant right there. 
Yeah, he stepped up, right? When the Angels needed it most, he stepped up, and he's been pretty good since July started, mid-June, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's been he's been something else. He's lower that ERA because I think before he went on the IL the, the last time, he had like an ERA of like seven, and we were we were thinking he was going to be DFA'd, but nope, he's he's held it together. Yep. So, yeah, so, pe- people were calling for his head for a while there, you know, and um, now when he comes in, I'm not as scared. There you go. You're not as rally, Chris, huh? Yeah, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> But here's here's the thing though, Moni. I'm scared I got... of somebody's blowing my birthday candles out if I am really Chris. <laughs> Those are mine. Low blow. <laughs> but uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I see what you did there too. Uh, but anyway, um, Moniac gets his redemption though. Uh, oh, yeah. Terrible play in center field, but he comes through just to get picked off at third. So I want your uh, thoughts on the the catch. Was it a bad route? Then the hit, and then whatever happened at third base. What happened at third base is that Bill Hasselman's an idiot. <laughs> Bill Hasselman needs to be let go like six days ago. He needed to be let go after that game where we did the live. Yep. yep. Against the Yankees. He should have been let go that day. Now he definitely needs to get let go. Bro, real quick, listening to the reaction of that game, your reaction, my reaction, and Dominique's is classic. I mean, when the two base runners are thrown out, I mean, our reactions are amazing. Yeah, I mean, the fact that the, he sent Zach Neto and Zach Neto went sliding in a home with his with his face. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't get it with this guy. Uh, this guy needs to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Go work at Universal Studios or something. Go collect parking ticket money. Yeah, he's he's been with quite a few teams, and now you can kind of see why. I just don't know why he keeps getting job offers, but but to see that he's been let go so many times, you can kind of tell he has a track record there. Dear uh, Bill, I heard that Buena Park needs some gigolos. <laughs> I don't think he's qualified for that either. Uh, he might be. There, there's a different strokes for different folks. You know what I'm saying? There you go. <laughs> he can he can maybe lease out the ferals the old ferals location there. Yeah, it is open. I mean, there 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 is a room for a tenant now. Um, <laughs> so we know the take on him at third base being Hasselman. But what did you think about a young player like that making a, a catastrophic blunder in center and then coming back with a big hit? Look, uh, I I shit posted on Twitter when that happened, and you know I overreacted and. I took a screenshot of uh, Erstad in center making the the basket catch there. You know the old school two hands. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This is how you catch a ball, Mickey." And everyone's <laughs> like, "Hey, give this guy some slack." And hey, I admit it, Mickey Moniak's been our best player this year, not named Otan. Consistently throughout the year, it's been mm-hmm. Mickey Moniak. Well, he's had been up here in Anaheim. Yeah. With that said, I obviously forgive him. I do give him a pass. But that doesn't change the fact that that was a critical error. Did he make up for it? Absolutely, because he ended up getting the game-winning run. So, yeah, that did happen, and that's positive. He got himself out of a Nacho Night Award. Yeah, he did. He he was going to earn that one because it blew Canning's start or win. And then it just <clears> – <throat> Estevez was like, you know, like dejected when that ball went over the – because he thought for sure his guy got it. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, with how good Mickey's been, I think most people thought he got it. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but it played into the cards. He got the game-winning hit, and then the Angels, you know, were able to salvage that that game one. And obviously, <clears throat> on Wednesday, they had the rain out, so there was no chance to play. That set up today a dicey double header to where I've never seen that before. They played a game back to back in less than an hour. As soon as the first one ended, it's like boom, you know, like barely get into the post game and you're starting the next one. Yeah. I mean, I got a busy just a little bit with work. So I wasn't able to do the lineup for the second game because it was so abrupt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was zero time. It was like, Oh, hey, here it is. Here's the lineup, which, you know, yeah, they said, like, they said some of the players took, a while getting dressed and, and redressed for the next game that they didn't even eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So they didn't have time to eat or nothing. So <clears throat> um, crazy game. And game two was Shohei Otani all the way. One hit shutout, complete game. So that was his first of his career, but one bad pitch away from getting a no hitter. Yeah, that was pretty early on, wasn't it? Yeah, it was around the fourth or fifth inning. Okay, I was gonna say, I, I'm I'm pretty sure, like you know, we they weren't even talking no hitter yet. I mean, you know, no. except for you know, I, I'm sure the national media would was after like the second inning, like oh hey, you know, Johnny, like Bob Nightingale, where you at? Oh yeah, those guys would have been going crazy. But yeah, those uh, guys would have gone absolutely mental. Mm-hmm. They're already upset because you know we'll get into why they're upset and yeah. why they're disappointed. But yeah, I mean. They would have had a lot of material had he gotten the no-hitter today. But <clears throat> aside from that, you had a couple pluses. You had Renfro get three hits. You had Taylor Ward get two home runs. His swing looks much more controlled now. Um, and that's coming off the heels of the trade, which is Lucas Giolito. And who was the other pitcher the Angels got? Something Lopez. Renaldo Lopez? There you go. Ronaldo Lopez, hard throwing right hander out of the bullpen. Your Rahifo thoughts, Lopez? Yeah. Your thoughts on that trade, man? I mean, how shocked were you? Number one and number two, did we get the value in what we gave up? Oh, I'm all going all in now. Every time we get, a, I get a tweet. I have to like look to make sure it's not breaking news. Um, I think that there's a lot. So here's where I am on it. For years, all we've ever heard from Angels fans is, oh, well, Artie's not serious about winning. You know, this team doesn't want to win. You know, we need to have a sense of direction. And finally, you know, Artie gave that whole thing about he had unfinished business, right? And we were teasing him. We, were, we kept poking the bear. We kept poking the bear. Like, oh, you're an idiot. You should have sold. Unfinished business. Come on, bro. You don't you don't want to win. And Artie green lights. What I'm, well, I'm assuming green lights a move because it is over the luxury tax. So I would assume that would have to go through him. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving Artie the benefit of the doubt because once again, I would imagine if you're going over the luxury tax, that's not a move you can just make. You have to go to the head honcho, which is Artie Moreno. So I'm assuming he greenlit this because he wanted to prove to the baseball world, like, hey, we are going all in to make Otani happy and to prove that we're winners. And that's all we wanted for years. And now there's so many fans who are like, oh, well, this was a stupid move. All we've heard for years from national baseball fans is, well, this organization isn't serious about winning. They're wasting Otani. They're wasting Trout. And they make this move. And what's the bulk of Twitter saying? Oh, these guys are stupid. Why would they make that trade? 
The truth is, and like you said, the East Coast bias is a horrible thing, right? Mm-hmm. And and like I said off air, these people don't want to see Trout or Otani in the playoffs. They say they do, but they don't. They don't. It's kind of like uh, you know a, a toxic man or a woman in a relationship who is like, I want to work on things, but I don't want to put in the effort. I, it's not worth it. It's that. I'm going to give you the sentiment that I want Otani and Trout to make the playoffs because it's good for baseball, and I'd love to see it. But I don't want to see Trout and Otani in the playoffs because here's the Angels making a move, putting their poker chips in the middle, and they've only put in maybe like one handful of poker chips. They still have another handful. We'll see if they put that in. At this point, they might as well. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to see Trout or Otani in the playoffs. And that's fine. That's fine with me. But East Coasters, don't pretend like you guys want to do anything besides sit around and wait for the West Coasters to get shit done. Because I know what you guys do out there. It certainly isn't be productive. That's true. <clears throat> and uh, I, I've, I'm on that same kind of um, course because I feel like we pissed them off by saying we're holding on to them. And I think if we could somehow work it to re-sign them in the offseason, they're really going to hate us. But at least if that's the case, if this team's got a direction and they're postseason bound this year and we could set up for next year as well, then screw what the media thinks, you know, because like, I've been tired of hearing it like just like every other Angel fan. And, um, <clears throat> you know, coming down to it, you know, tired of seeing what jersey's going to be in because now they've moved on to where's he going to play in the offseason? They're not even letting the season play through. And we're technically in the thick of things now as far as the wild card. So, um, I, I mean, I like the trade initially. I'm a little sad because I did like Quer- uh, Edgar Quarrell, and we, you know, we talked to Kai Bush. You set that up with his family. His family was sweet as can be. He was a good guy, and uh, we thought, you know, we would see him. But injuries kind of delayed his, which we thought he was going to be on on point for coming up this year. But your thoughts on him now going to Chicago, Quarrell now going to Chicago. Did the Angels make the right moves with those two players? Look, the first thing I'll say is I do agree with people. This was 100% an overpay. You're, you got rid of two of your top three prospects. But it's also a move that needed to be done. <clears throat> On the episode of Catella Chronicles, the three of us said, and I don't remember if it was prompted by Dominic or David. I think it was Dominic. Mm-hmm. And if it was David, I'm sorry. It was one of them. They had said the Angels are going to have to compete against the teams like the Dodgers and teams like the Astros who are going to go all in as they always do because they have the prospect capital. The Angels are going to have to beat out teams like that to make a big move. And this was minutes before this trade went through. You know, David had brought up Quero's expendable. I had brought up Kai Bush's expendable. What we didn't think was that they were both going to be going together, you know, 20, 30 minutes after that happened. Yeah. So I knew that something like that was going to take place because we have so many lefties. We knew that Kai Bush was probably not going to stay around, right? Mm-hmm. I think deep down you knew too. He was going to be a piece who was going to get moved. Yeah. I just, but the I- fact that you also gave up Quero at the same time, that's crazy. That's bonkers. And this is the type of move that gets people to lose their job. Mm-hmm. If these guys go on, because Perry, I think, has one more year on his contract after this year. 
So if next year the Angels lose Otani, they don't re-sign Giolito. Hell, they don't even re-sign Lopez. They don't make the playoffs. And Kai Bush is a white side next year because they're so thin and is a solid major leaguer, you know, who's even in the general conversation for rookie of the year. That's the move that gets you fired. It's something like that. But the Angels finally have a direction. All we've begged for for years was, already give us a direction. We stand pat every deadline. We don't make a move. Oh, don't worry. It's 2015. We've got David Jesus. Oh, he's got a hot wife. Hey, we've got the flight Hawaiian, Gene Victorino. <laughs> and I don't even remember the third outfielder we got that year. Yeah, yeah. All to replace, who was our left fielder that year? That was the first year without Hamilton. Was it Daniel Nova? There you go, Nova, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, it, was that who it was? Mm-hmm. And that's what started the carousel of crappy left fielders for a couple of years for the Yeah, That's where we were on it. Until Taylor that, took it. Until Justin Upton. They oh, Upton, paid yeah. for him to be the answer. He yeah. unfortunately never was here. But um, that's where we were on it. And like you said, now it's Ward. And now Ward's finally starting to heat up a little bit, which is good. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that uh, that guy uh, halfway around the halo or whatever, halfway around the what a globe, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, whatever his, whatever his candy ass said. <laughs> am, am I doing the Rock Johnson voice? It doesn't matter what your name is. Uh, he had said like, oh, well, since he came on our show, he's gotten hot. Hey, whatever, man. If that's what it takes, then you need to get a lot more guys on your show. Mm-hmm. Need to drape that Britain flag around him, and maybe the yeah, exactly. Hey, get them on board, man. Whatever, <laughs> whatever kind of good vibes you gotta what you gotta distribute here. That's fine with me. But um, with that being said, the organization finally has a direction. And if we don't make the playoffs, and we do go a little bit more in than we already are, because mm-hmm. the Angels have lost what four top thirty prospects here because of the Mustaki trade, because mm-hmm. of the. Uh, Escobar trade, their draft cap or their prospect capital is disappearing and disappearing quickly. And if you make the playoffs and give yourself a chance to make the dance, you know, we'll see what happens. But if you don't and we lose Otani, it is time and beyond time to tear this down. And I'd be okay with it because they went in, they put their chips in, it didn't pan out. Cool, man. Hit the reset button. We went all in. It didn't work out. And already sell the team while you're at it. Yeah. I mean, that would that would be complete winning all the way around <clears throat> if that wow, were to happen. Winning. Yeah, that would be totally winning. Wow. Winning. But, uh, but if not, I mean, it's because that's what it would turn into. We would be By sucking. the way, it's really quiet when you do the soundboard right now. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't. I was having audio problems earlier too. I don't know. It might be the mixer going out. Okay. Um, But what we're going to do too is now talk about the double header, the trade. We got our evaluations on that. Talked about that. I like the trade. It is pushing all your chips in. And uh, we both think that there's more, more to come. Uh, We're not going to stand pat where there's going to be a couple other trades. So it, it might be shocking, you know, um, to see where this team is at come Tuesday. Um, but for right now, today, getting the double header in, we talked about Otani getting a nice win, one hit, complete game shutout, two home runs, Taylor Ward, like I said, uh, Renfro got hot. It seems like 
whatever happened on Wednesday energized this crew and realized, hey, man, maybe our spots are going to be taken if we don't start kicking ass. Renifo had a nice game. And then game two parlayed into it again. Renfro had three more hits. Otani wasn't pitching, so he decided to hit two home runs. Uh, Sandoval pitched iffy but got through the five innings to qualify for the win. And the Angels held on to win 11-4, to had some offense, and took the sweep. Yeah, dude, Shoei Otani absolutely tweaked today. He did. A complete game, two home runs. And what more can you ask out of the guy? Hunter Renfro, six hits. Great game. Hunter Renfro proving he does not want to get traded because that's a big rumor that's been floating around. Like, hey, the Angels can dump some, you know, some salary here and not lose much because when Trout does come back, I mean, you can't, you can't take Mickey Moniak out of the lineup. You're paying Trout too much money to not play him, even though he's not, you know, the Mike Trout of before. And maybe this this uh, injury and coming back from it is going to give me a little bit of hope that maybe that was the problem. Now that that, com- that bone completely broke and you got the surgery to repair it, hopefully now Trout will be able to Trout again, you know, just in time for the playoff push. Like, what does Roger Lodge always say? We're, it's like you're getting the best player in baseball. It's like a free agent signing. Yeah, it's like, it's like a trade <laughs> deadline trade. <laughs> so or it's like getting my Trout back, idiot, which is what you're paying for. Exactly. It's not It's not like he, his contract disappeared and all of a sudden, ooh, poof, he's here again. Um, yeah, exactly. Here's the thing, too, I wanted to bring up. That Moniac guy is pretty good. 17-game hitting streak, longest in the majors right now. Um, You said it. I said it. We've all said it on this network. Why the hell was he not playing? Why the hell was he not up here at the start of the season? Moniac's just a difference maker. I know someone in the comments said, you know, he does strike out. His on-base percentage could be higher if he were to walk more. But he gets the job done, dude, and he's proven it over and over. I like Mickey Moniak. I like what I've seen out of him. He's a gamer. He's a guy who wants to be there. And there is valor in having guys in your organization who want to be there. Don't believe me? Who who of us was excited to get Mike Moustakis originally? Let's be real here for a minute. Oh, he was doing well in Colorado. Okay, but who legitimately thought he was going to come here and be a productive player? If you say you thought that he was going to come up here and be who he's been, you're full of it. You are 100% full of it. Maybe you thought he was going to come here and not be half bad. Okay, all right, I get that. But there's no way anybody thought he was going to be the sole leader of this team. That's true. I get it. He's a World Series champion. Okay, so that's the guy who, if he stands up in a locker room and talks, you listen because he's been there. Yep. You know who else has been there? Anthony Rendon, but he's a crybaby wussy <laughs> who does. He's a Yankee wussy who doesn't want to do anything. Okay. Yeah. True Texan. I can say that because I live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought Mustakis was going to be Mike Ford 2.0. I didn't think there was going to be much to him this year. I thought. You know, he'll hit a home run every now and then, but he's going to crack 200 maybe. And because he just wasn't playing much in Colorado, I thought, man, we're getting a guy on his last leg's last leg. And no, he's, dude, he's been red hot, you know, and and he had like, I think three or four more hits today between the two games. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I'm loving what he brings to the, to the, uh, to the team. And his leadership is, I think, worth more than what he's doing on the field. 
the Mets just made a trade. They traded David Robertson. Oh, no, sorry, the Mar the Marlins. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Marlins got David Robertson from the Mets for two prospects in division. Yeah. Wow. That's rare. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's not like the Marlins and Mets are exactly rivals besides the division thing. You know, I mean, they're not. Well, true, but I mean, wow, it, that's a little shocking to me, but. It'd be like the Angels and like the Athletics. Like the Athletics are such a non-factor right now. It's like, yeah, we're in the same division, but like, are we really beefing right now? I mean, we're not rivals at the moment. That's it, true. Division rivals, sure, but I mean, the Athletics are such a non-factor <laughs> right now that it's like, eh, whatever. The Mets right now are a non-factor in baseball. Yeah, you know what? I haven't even been paying attention much. <clears throat> the Atlanta Braves are three and seven in their last ten. I thought I I thought they were red hot just a minute ago. Phillies ten back. They've won two in a row. They actually jumped Miami because Miami was second place for a long time. They're two and eight in their last ten. So desperation move. I don't know. I mean, depends how good the prospects were. I mean, how much was David Robertson getting paid? Is, is he just an expendable piece that they can save some money with? And there's just like, yeah, whatever. I don't think the Mets are going to tear it down. Yeah, yeah. All I know is there's so many Mets fans out there who are saying that the Angels are idiotic for getting Lucas Giolito. And I'm just like, Mets fans, shut up. You're wasting Pete Alonzo. You're not making the playoffs. You're in a market where you're not even in the top five most relevant sports franchises. The Yankees, the Knicks, both football teams. Hockey. They love the and Rangers. And then the Rangers. Yeah. And then maybe the Mets. Well, I love. If the... not, maybe the Nets. <laughs> I love the fact that also they're wasting Lindor. Remember, Lindor is a high priced guy, too. He's supposed to yeah. be, you know, the next big thing, but no. There you, you go. You also have Max Scherzer. You also have Justin Verlander. I grant it. Neither of those guys are having stellar seasons. That doesn't change the fact that they're still on your roster. You guys yeah. don't care if Trout's not having a stellar season. You guys are wasting Mike Trout. What about when Otani was in the dumps in 19 and 20 before anyone gave a shit about Shohei Otani? Yeah. People, yeah, he won rookie of the year, but when he was in 19 and 20, people didn't care about Otani. People were like, who's that guy? Exactly. We're so happy we didn't get that guy. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he won the MVP in 2001. People are like, okay, that's crazy. And then 2002, when he should have won it again, but instead they gave it to Aaron Judge for something we've seen in our lifetime. Who cares? Yeah, cool. You hit a home run in a little league sandbox. Cool. Great. Amazing. Oh, Walk, oh, welcome to T-ball field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, <clears throat> it's not the hardest stadium in the world to hit home runs. You know. No, no exactly. I mean, yeah. the, the harder thing is leaving your shoebox of an apartment to get on a cramped subway where you're a sardine, and then you got to pay to get into that – Nasty ass stadium. I don't Yankee Stadium is not great. Well, you know what's funny, real quick, that you brought up Judge. Uh Otani's huh? actually a home run ahead of where Judge was last year. So oh, there's a chance there's a chance that if Otani goes on a run, you know, he'll he'll crack 62 and then and then what? You know what I mean? That just makes Judge's home run thing last year look even more dumb that they gave him the whole MVP. I wonder if Shohei Otani gets penalized this year potentially in this scenario for being kept on the angels. Do they find a way to cost him an MVP yet again? Because we should be talking about a third straight potential MVP. Correct. He won a fair and square in 01. He outdid himself the next year, 2022, but instead they gave it to Aaron judge. So like I said, we should be talking about potentially a third straight. Yep. 
Yeah, which would be is that the first time is as far as baseball three time MVP? I know. I think there's been didn't Barry Bonds win it a handful of times. He, I, don't, I, I don't think don't, anyone's ever three peated as an MVP. That'd I don't be, think I don't think that either. Yeah, I think talk it's about happened, tweaking. I think it's happened in um, basketball. I don't think it's happened in freaking really. Who the hell would it have happened for in basketball? Uh, I don't think Kobe would have done it three straight times. I don't think even Jordan ever did it three times. LeBron, I think, has like three MVPs, but they weren't consecutive. I think maybe two of them were. Maybe. I think Nash Nash got two, didn't he? As well. Yeah, Barry Bonds won seven MVPs. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there. <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> well, he was he was a uh, hell of a player. Um, no matter what you think of him. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. Let's see. So, the Angels making that trade, winning the series today, <clears throat> now sets you up for a prime time matchup, sold out stadium in in at the J, uh, with the Blue Jays up there. I don't even know what they call a stadium now. Um, but all three games sold out. They're three games back of the Blue Jays. The Angels' next 25, starting with that Blue Jays series, are all against teams with above 500 records. This is make or break, right? This is about as make or break as it possibly gets. I mean, you know, the, the pressure is on here for the Angels. They need to step up. They need to get it done. And they need to prove that they're... They truly are all in. And I don't mean even in terms of trades. I mean, mentally, they need to show the baseball world this team is different because actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. These guys can say they want to win all they want on those softball post or pregame interviews, whatever. Mm -hmm. But until guys like Mike Moustakis can continue to prove they want to win by hitting those big home runs, or guys like Mickey Moniak get that game-winning hit, or Michael Stefanik gets the walk-off, or Patrick Sandoval has a good day on the mound, or Otani, whatever. Um, if these guys keep stepping up and they keep showing the world that they want to win, then maybe, just maybe, they'll start to believe it. And then once you make the dance, anything can happen. This is baseball. All we want is to be a wild card team. I would much rather win the wild card in baseball than win the division. Teams who win the division these days, a lot of the time, don't go on to win a World Series. A lot of the times, it's the World Series team because they're the hot team. Look at the Giants. Look at the Royals. You know, a lot of these guys. Look at the Phillies last year and how the Padres, right? Both NL uh, CS teams who made it deep. Wild card teams got hot at the right time. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and only only the Astros took out the Phils because otherwise, and it was a close series, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You could ride hot pitchers, hot hitters, get into the, the uh, playoffs. You just never know what can happen. But we, as Angel fans, we don't know what that is because we haven't had the opportunity to. And that's my biggest fear is no matter what happens in this trade deadline coming the next week or so, philosophy can't fuck it up. I don't want to hear nothing about, well, I don't chase wins. No, no, you better chase every damn win. Like every game's got to be important. On the post-game show the other night, right before we ended, this guy posted nine games that the Angels blew off the top of his head. He even gave the dates and the scores. And I'm like, I remember that one. I remember that one. And it's true. 
you're, you're looking at it, and you're all, damn, if we had those nine games right now, I mean, imagine where we'd be. We would be one of the best teams in baseball. Correct. Loading up as one of the best teams in baseball. And, you know, the Angels are still playing that card. But like I said, man, haters are going to hate. Yeah. The Angels <clears throat> finally, finally have a direction. They finally put the chips in. And for that, I will commend Artie Moreno. You and I always say that we will give the devil his due when he earns it. Do I still think he's a, P- a POS? Absolutely. <laughs> Would I still throw a, a load of monkey crap at his face if I had the opportunity? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Will I still wear my recall Artie Moreno shirt? Absolutely. Because I don't like that man as a person. He's a bad human being. That doesn't mm-hmm. change. But I will give the devil his due. He said he had unfinished business. And as of right now, I have to believe him. So, Todd... You can't say the Angels need to make a move to get pitching, and then when they make the move, say, oh, not that move. It doesn't work like that. You wanted the team to go all in. They did. This is part of it. They're going all in. It's not situational. You can't pick and choose. Like I said, Otani's tweaking, so hey, why not? Yeah, I agree because you're saying, I mean, they've said it before, addition by subtraction. This is like the true meaning of it. I mean, yeah, I mean, we've grown to like these guys. We would have liked for them to represent as angels, come through the system like, you know, these other players have. It's just not meant to be because we need to win now. And I think that's where you got to put your honk aside and be like, hey, you know, sometimes there's casualties in war, and these are two guys that, yeah, you would have loved to see them again in angel uniforms. It's just not meant to be. And um, if these guys get us to the postseason, it's absolutely worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Um, so I'm pumped. And as we talk about that, let's preview this huge-ass series with Toronto. Okay. Uh, game one, Gaussman versus newly acquired Lucas Giolito. What do you think? I think this one, you and I talked about this off air. And I think you and I might have the same sentiment. I do think Giolito picks up the loss here because I think he's getting thrown in just a little too soon. Mm-hmm. I would have waited maybe to Sunday, but you know, like you said, these guys are creatures of habit. Maybe for whatever reason, like this is Giolito's day. He's mentally prepared for this. He was, I don't know when he was going to start with the White Sox. Obviously, it, it must have been around this time, or they wouldn't have moved him to Friday, right? They would have given him the alluded day's rest. Correct. So, with that being said, um, they don't want to probably mess with him. You know, he doesn't know Chad Wallach. He doesn't know Matt Dice, whoever's going to end up catching tomorrow. They don't really know him. They can do whatever kind of scouting report they want. That ball looks much different when you're crouched down behind the plate and you're trying to win a major league game with this guy. Maybe it's adrenaline. I don't know. I do think it's going to be a well-pitched game, but I do think we're going to get the loss in this one. And then you said they have Gossman going, right? And he's... He's a great pitcher himself. Yeah, he's he's barely got over a three ERA. I think it's like three point one six. And we saw how good he was. What with the Giants a couple years ago? Correct. Yeah, yeah close so, to Cy Young. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a close game. But uh, and I think the Giolito trade is going to work out. I think Giolito is going to be a great piece. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be too soon. We'll see flashes. We're going to be excited, but I do think we take the loss here. I have to agree. 
Uh, I th- I think the Angels lose this one like four to two. It'll be a very close yep. game. Uh, uh, but uh, in the end, the Blue Jays will prevail. Unfortunately, uh, I I agree with everything you said. Too much, too soon, uh, and 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 thrown right into a road one. I would have preferred for him to start at home, but obviously with the timing of the schedule, it's not going to work either. Even if they waited, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you would have yeah. had to miss like a month, like a week. Yeah, exactly. That would really throw him off. Absolutely. Uh, but there you go, uh, game one. Uh, let, let me ask you this, game one, before we move to game two. Mm-hmm. Philosophy loves load management. Otani mm-hmm. benched Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's, no, he, no, no, think no. So. I think he's going to play, dude. I think that's the one guy that literally can tell philosophy to, to shove it. Okay, because I, I know that he was taken out because of the cramps um, from game two. Mm-hmm. Um Part of me kind of wonders, like, was that just something they said? Because they don't want Superman to admit he's tired. Yeah. You know, the Angels were up by so much. He already hit two home runs. The guy had a complete game. There was no reason to risk injury. Let's just take him out. And we'll blame it on cramps. It could be. It could be that. Or they're just trying to be like, all right, let's get him the max amount of rest. Yeah. So so yeah, I, I I'm agreeing okay. with that. I think he'll I think he'll play. I I don't think you'll see him scratch till we come home. To be honest, okay. he might sit for Seattle like a game or two, but there's no way. I mean, it, they need him more than ever right now. Um, okay. Game two is interesting, and I think we have an advantage here because of Alex Manoa. I mean, he was sent down to developmental league like under single a he ruffled some feathers he was doing stuff outside of what he normally does his routine pissing off coaches and was just flat out terrible at some point this year but he's made it all the way back and he gets a start what do you see with the angels in this one going head to head here uh for game two because uh i'm blanking on the starter um i have to pull it up i'm thinking it's canning but i'm probably wrong let me see. Uh, I think it might be Canning. It oh, and it's Reed Detmers. I'm sorry, Detmers okay, okay. Manoa. Um, I'm gonna go win. I've you know I, I think Detmers has not been pitching too bad lately. Uh, and I think he's gonna ride that wave. I think the adrenaline that this team is currently having about you know these trades, and by then we might be talking about another move the Angels have made. I think. Um, I, I think a lot of these guys are going to start to step up, and I think Reed Detmers will be one of those guys. Wait. I think so. I think so too. I think it still might be one of those games where he leaves when it's tied. <laughs> yeah, and then the Angels pour it on. But uh, I, you know, Manoa's given up a lot of home runs this year. He's looked awful, um, and, and I don't see anything really changing. So I do like the Angels in this one as well. I'm going to call for a win in this one. And that's by winning right there. Oh, yeah. We're already by winning. You know, we're not even winning yet. We're just. There you go. (laughs) Then game three is an interesting one. We're putting all our chips on Tyler Anderson. And he's going to go up against uh, Berrios, uh, a guy who can be touched up. We we, uh, pounded him last time in Anaheim, but that was a long time ago. Tyler Anderson is going to get a quality start. He's going to lead this team to a win. It's time. It is time for Tyler Anderson to step up, and it's time for Tyler Anderson to prove that he can be that guy for this team. 
I think he's probably one of the guys who's the most excited to get Giolito because now he doesn't have to be the veteran anymore. Now he can just be a dude because Giolito is now going to be the guy, obviously, besides Shohei Otani, who's the front of the rotation. This Angels rotation with Anders, with uh, sorry, not Anderson, with Otani and Giolito alone, that's one hell of a two headed monster at the front of any rotation. We're talking about one of the best one two punches in baseball. That's that's true. That's and that very... takes a little bit of pressure off of Tyler Anderson. Not because he ever had to be the number two guy, but because he was expected to be a veteran on this team. Now you can just be Tyler Anderson. Just go out there and pitch, man. And I think because of that, he rewards the organization with uh with, with a quality start. You know, and, and I hate being a bootlicking house man, but I'm gonna agree with you here too. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight the power. Uh, I think you're right, Fernando. I mean, like, I, I do like the fact that he has pitched a much better game uh, or he's pitched much better the last few starts, not throwing too many pitches. Um, I know he had that one where he threw only at three and a third, but outside of that one, he's been very accurate. And it's going to be a tough lineup there in Toronto, but I have a feeling he keeps the ball down and there's not that many fly balls. And if he's doing that, dude, I mean, good things are going to happen for the Angels and that defense behind him. So I like the Angels taking the Rally Chris special as well, two out of three. You need to get that soundbite of Roger Lodge saying, now you can call me a boot-looking house, man. Like, that's the that's the soundbite you need. <laughs> I know. I need to find that one for sure. It's on his Twitter. You just have to go back super far before the season. <laughs> you can call me a boot-looking house, man, but don't sleep on my halos. <laughs> I slept on John Stamos. John, I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> Because I'll get fired off a of cameo. <laughs> yeah, that, that still chops my ass. You can you can pay full price for a cameo from him, get barely ten seconds, and he won't talk angels. Yeah, exactly. He'll talk John Stamos. Yeah. Remember be, when I was on blind date? That was in syndication. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday, Mary! I still get checks from that. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a quarter here and a quarter there. Yeah, exactly. The only one who was, we were all by winning when him and I were roommates. <laughs> exactly. He's all, I got to watch John Stamos have sex with multiple women. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> he yeah, just right. got to watch. But uh, <laughs> uh, they were in the Disneyland Railroad in our living room, and I was just there to watch. <laughs> Stamos was the monorail, and I was just a kid watching from outside the bedroom. He was just he, he was, was a monorail. I was the Mickey and Friends parking structure tram <laughs> with the pathetic horn <laughs> and the awful smell. Yeah, exactly. With the utopian smell. That was me. Oh, Roger. Hey, with that being said, head over to Noble Ale Works and mention <laughs> Halos in the infield. Yeah, for some drink specials, and then you'll definitely be by winning. Oh, and absolutely. then you, after that, get tickets to the Angels game. Why? Because you're intoxicated and you're having a good time. As long as you're drinking responsibly and you're not driving, that's all we ever ask. Go there, have a good time, get loose, have some fun with your friends. Oh, yeah. And, and then, then while you're loose, buy some tickets, 714 tickets. You can get uh, tickets to any event, any of them. Use code HIDIA checkout. Use that code again and again and again. Like a what? What a park gigolo. There or you go. 
a rally Chris birthday post. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way, Chris. Happy birthday. I hope it was a good one. Exactly. Or when he hey, meets the DJ. Exactly. And the good news, the Angels didn't lose on your birthday. Right? Because he put his birthday was yesterday, right? Oh. Or was yeah. it or was it the day we was it the day we won? I think it was the day we got rained out, right? I think so. Yeah, it was during the rain out. So I mean he claims a whole month, so he's by That's winning. Fair. He's by winning. <laughs> That's fine. And he would have just got rid of the days where we lost. Yes. That's how it works. But yeah, use code Hitty at checkout, guys. And you now get five percent back. I'm planning on going to uh, some of those Angels Royals games or Rangers games. And with that being said, I have seventeen dollars sitting in my rewards account with seven one four tickets. That pays for basically a ticket. That sure does. And you can walk you around, go. just get you in the door. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm going to try to invest a little bit in some good seats. There you go. All right. I want to sit at least close to the Angels' bullpen. That way I can yell at uh, at Lopez. <laughs> Still, I'll, I'll, when Laren Loop comes out, and will be like, don't mess this up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we got rid of Tucker Davidson, guys, huh? None of us like that guy, huh? Yeah. Shocking. Uh, Tucker Davidson gets the axe along oh, with and, and Jared Walsh. And Jared Walsh. So but don't worry, Squiddy's Pooh's still here. Yeah, Squiddy's still up here. And the guy that surprised me too, Stefanik is still a part of the team. I thought they would have sent him down too. Uh, but I, we'll, I like we'll him. We'll see when Drury comes back. Yeah, yeah. That's it's gonna be maddening. I, I guarantee you Squid will still find a way to cockroach his way into the uh roster. But uh any other final thoughts? Mm. No, man. I, I I think that's it. Let me I, let me a, a ask you this so we can leave the audience on this. Mm-hmm. True or false? The Angels will make at least one more move before the deadline. True. Okay, I agree. I think we're probably talking two more moves. I think one of them is probably going to be like a minor move. Correct. And there will be one for like maybe like another bullpen piece to bolster, uh, to put in front of Estevez. Because Estevez is the guy at the end. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm actually thinking one depth move and one starter. I think they're going to go one more starter. Are we talking like a Lorenzen type guy, like a, like a lower end kind of starter? No, I'm I'm thinking second tier, like not quite ace, but knocking on the door, good number two. All right, so we're talking like a like a, a Patrick Sandoval of last year kind of guy. Correct. I, I think there's there there's a pitcher out there that we're probably not even on our radar right now. And we're going to wind up with him. I still want Lawrence from the Rockies for a seventh inning guy. I really think he can help us out. Yeah, you were Won't mentioning have to his give numbers. Up much for him. Yeah, you were mentioning his numbers, dude. So, yeah, I say why not? Yeah, you, you can get him for a pretty affordable deal is my guess. And he can help us out. So we'll see. But uh, we, we both agree with that. Yeah, I think we're talking one or two more trades. That'll that that's gonna be this morning's question of the day. So if you're listening to this first thing in the morning, head on over to the either our what's that Instagram Twitter ripoff called pages. Head there, whatever it's <laughs> called. Uh, head over to Twitter, whatever it's gonna be called tomorrow or the next day, whatever. Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Make sure X. to follow us. Yeah, X. We're about <laughs> to hit four thousand Instagram followers. Thank you guys for that. We're about to hit a thousand five hundred Twitter followers. You're Thanks creeping up to 800 subscribers on YouTube. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance with a Twitter and Instagram thing happen on the same day. And uh, I don't know about the Instagram thing. Let me see. We are five followers away officially Damn. on Instagram. And we are nine followers away from 1,500 on Twitter. 
Damn, making some moves. Making some moves. Absolutely. Thanks so much for being part of it, guys. Absolutely. In year three. Hard to believe, right? And, and we're about to make an announcement for our next donation drive. We have to iron out the details on it, but uh, we are still planning on doing the backpack drive for uh, the less fortunate kids in San Bernardino, and those backpacks are going to include school supplies for them. Uh, some cool things to come. Uh, we're going to be – so we'll, I, I'll get into it just a little bit. Obviously, things will change. We're still working on a date. It's probably going to be like beginning to middle of September. That's probably the range we're looking at. Correct. We're going to – Ty Buttry is donating some signed baseballs. Uh, I can officially announce this portion now because I know they're in the mail. We're going to have a couple of Zach Neto signed photos to give away. I'm still giving out one of my Mike Trout signed baseballs. Um, and we'll see what other kind of goodies we can throw in there. We're going to try to get maybe some of the sponsors to give something. So we're going to have multiple winners. We're going to be doing raffle tickets. It's going to be $2 per raffle ticket, and we're going to have multiple winners. Multiple people are going to be winning, and not by winning. I mean, wow, winning, because there's going to be tons of winners. So stay tuned for that, and don't worry, because if you lose, you're not going to be getting emotional damage. You're going to be helped getting backpacks and school supplies to needy kids, and we're all winning with that. Absolutely. There's there's no by winning. It's all about exactly so, so yeah we'll, we'll we'll have definitely more details with that but it's going to be pretty exciting a lot of cool things that we're going to be giving away like he said and and uh so that that's it's a purposeful drive it's another thing that we've gotten ourselves into to want to give back to the community and uh much more to come you know we probably got some more ideas for next season as well so uh, but this is going to be this year's uh, second donation, and uh, we're really stoked about it. So we appreciate Absolutely. everyone being here with us and uh, following us and continue to tell a friend. That's, in, you know, giving five-star reviews on the podcast, uh, liking and subscribing to YouTube, checking us out on Instagram. It all helps. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, we can give back uh, more and more in the future. Absolutely. Here's hoping. Yep. So for Todd Fox and... The Lone Star Halo. Take it easy. Doses.